Hey guys, welcome back to World Talks. This is your host Jishu. So in today's podcast, we will talk about Archegos Capital and how the seemingly innocuous fund sent shockwaves across the globe. So, Archegos Capital Management is a family office. And while the name family office might sound rather lackluster, these entities manage billions of dollars of private wealth belonging to rich families. And the most important bit, they are not heavily regulated either. Partly because these companies are wholly owned and controlled by the family members setting up the office. In the case of Archegos, for instance, Mr. Wang, a once celebrated hedge fund manager, was managing his own private wealth. So you can see why US regulators weren't paying too much attention to the likes of Archegos. But here's the thing. Mr. Wang was still a big money player. We still don't know a lot about the kind of money he was dealing with. But it's safe to say it ran into a few billions. And considering he was an ex-hedge fund manager, he had a propensity for high risk taking as well. Mr. Wang had made some big bets and was hoping that they would do extremely well. In fact, he was so convinced that his bets would do well that he was willing to gamble massively on these assumptions. So he traded using leverage, that is, buying stocks on credit. Think of it this way. You deposit a small amount of money and then make a big bet by borrowing a substantial amount of money from someone else. Why would anybody else fund your risky proclivities, you ask? Well, if you are an individual who is really good at managing money, then the intermediaries aka the big banks could stand to make a lot of money themselves by ways of commissions. So they have every incentive to fund you so long as you pledge some form of collateral. Usually the collateral includes the stocks you intend to buy and the arrangement works well for most part. I used the words most part because sometimes stocks have a tendency to lose value really quick. And when that happens, cracks can begin to appear within these arrangements. Consider for instance, what happened to Archegos. First, shares of a Chinese e-cigarette company RLX Technology tumbled sharply after Chinese regulators presented new laws regulating the industry. Then, shares of GSX Takedu, a Chinese edtech company, started capsulating. Then, a few days later, Viacom CBS sold new shares in the hope of raising money to finance its streaming business. And while this might seem like a positive development, a new sale offering always comes at the expense of old shareholders. If you were holding 50% of a company and the company decided to offer new shares to your friend, then your 50% shares won't be worth as much anymore, right? So this event dented the price of Viacom CBS shares further. Mr. Wang unfortunately had bets on all the three shares, only to watch them crumble right before his eyes. Meanwhile, the banks holding these stocks as collateral had to work through their own crisis event. See, once the share price tumbled below a certain level, bankers were left holding collateral that wasn't worth as much.
they wanted more protection they wanted archigos to put up more money by way of pledging additional shares and when mr wang refused to comply they had to presume he didn't have anything to pledge this meant he could default on his obligations any time and bankers had to come to terms with this eventuality rather quickly and if you are a banker holding collaterals that's losing its value in a volatile environment you have two choices in front of you you could opt to hold the collaterals and pray for a recovery in the prices or you could simply dump and sell hoping to salvage whatsoever is left the second option might look tempting but you have to remember that we are talking about stocks here if you sell these stocks in the open market then you risk denting confidence further the very act of selling could precipitate a further crash in prices so as you keep selling these stocks the value of your collateral keeps eroding it's a death, death trap unfortunately the first option isn't any better either sure you could hold on these stocks hoping the price recovers but what happens if another banker decides to go out in the open and sell their shares of the collateral after all mr wong had borrowed from a whole host of banks including goldman sachs credit suisse and nomura they were all contending with the same prospects and if one of them choose to dump the collateral in the markets before you then the value of your collateral would plummet some more bottom line every banker dealing with archigos was desperately trying to get rid of the collateral as soon as they found out mr wong was ready to default on his obligations and they were all hoping to be the first ones of the block however not everybody can be first and it seems as if the likes of nomura and credit suisse came out worst nomura said it's likely to face losses to a tune of 2 billion dollar credit suisse said its losses would be highly significant and material to its results this quarter goldman sachs and morgan stanley meanwhile stated that their losses would be immaterial so you can see how some banks did better than others but at the aggregate level mr wang his family office and the big banks managed to precipitate a mini crash in the markets all because they continue to be reckless and greedy and now you know how so that's all for today do follow me on twitter at @talks_world for the latest updates Until then stay tuned and stay safe